Hey guys, happy Tuesday. I am so glad to be here with you guys tonight. It is again Tuesday and it's the day before one of the biggest fashion launches in Los Angeles. It's the Hope for the Future Fashion Show, kicking off the November sweeps for the bold and the beautiful. I do believe somebody's gonna get kidnapped on days. I'm looking at you, Susan Banks. I don't know what they're doing on the Young and the Restless because I really haven't cared about that show in a while, but I did see Devon figure out today that Victoria was the CEO that Nate was going to be uh, hooking up with, or maybe that was yesterday. I lose track. And of course, General Hospital Child, somebody said Holly done been brainwashed by Victor, and that is why she is in town to do his bidding, and she was the woman locked up with Drew. It's sweep, y'all. Anything can happen. We gonna get right on in here and get right to it. Hey, darling. Hey, Bubbles. What is shaking, ma'am? Everything, girl. And before we get started, started, I just want to say that it is um, somebody's birthday up in here today. It is Vicky's birthday. And I would like to wish Vicky a happy birthday. If I was better on my game, girl, I would have been played you some music for your birthday. It's not too late to play you some music for your birthday, though. I don't think it's too late for us to do that, but I'm not got I don't have nothing queued up because I'm not in the right spot. But happy oh, well, that's wonderful. Um, she is 60, I think. Yes, Louisa says she's 60. So Happy birthday, girl. Happy ver birthday, Vicky. Happy birthday. I have actually a whole birthday mix of songs that I play on my birthday every year. And I can't even find that because what am I doing, y'all? Six <laughs> different things at one time if I know you. Ugh. Look, you don't want me to sing, girl, so... Oh, I can't sing. I accept that freely. I can't even find Stevie Wonder to sing to her. Girl, somebody gonna sing for you tonight if it ain't nobody but damn 2 Chains. He got a birthday song. 2 Chains got a damn birthday song? Girl, you didn't... Hold on. You know I... Hold on a second. My own... Come on in here. My dog is being inhospitable right now. Yes, 2 Chains has a birthday song. It's called It's Your Birthday. Yes, indeed. It's your birthday. That's that's my song. And I, and I like, it's called the birthday song. Here you go, girl. That's for Vicky. Happy birthday, girl. I hope this is not the explicit one. He got a song for everything, now. I love me some two chains. Happy birthday, Vicky! We're so for you, girl. Okay. <laughs> so it's your birthday, everybody. That's that's the drinks birthday anthem right there. We're gonna play two chains, and we're gonna twerk for you on your birthday. Happy birthday, Vicky! I hope you had a good day. 
Well, that's okay. Well, that's a nice that's a nice tradition to start. <laughs> right? She said, "I can't tell nobody to go listen to that because we don't listen to Two Chains over here. I don't even know who that is. That's okay. I love me some Two Chains. And if anything happens to him, we will be going dark. I mean, I swear, today was a hard day for me. But <laughs> if anything ever happens to Two Chains, we I'm sitting um in mourning. I think the Jewish people call it Shiva. I'm sitting mm -hmm. at Shiva. Sitting Shiva. Oh, uh, I'm sitting Shiva for a month. Don't call me. Don't expect me to come to work. Like I have to grieve deeply. I will not oh. be. Yeah, no. I oh, Stefan said we should give Vicky first pick of which show to talk about. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's do that. We're gonna get that's for her birthday since that's we, you know, we ain't got no money up in up in this studio we got two chains and we got birthday wishes so vicky your this is your birthday wish you get to pick which show we talk about first you get to pick the show order vicky what we doing girl yes vicky you are queen for the night you get to pick oh and hey can can okay vicky has gone with bold so she's the birthday she is the birthday lady so we shall abide by her pick so we will do something we have not done in a while on this show and that is start out with bold and the beautiful so can can your timing is perfect i don't know if y'all can hear me but i can't hear anybody so i'm gonna leave out the room and i'm gonna come back in okay oh okay can can i don't know if y'all hear me okay hey sam good evening ladies and gentlemen how's everyone Good, good. Glad to it's, hear it. You just missed our new tradition. Um, from here on out, when it's somebody's birthday, we're going to play two chains and twerk for them. And then they get to pick the order of the, the show for the night. And today it is um, Vicky's birthday. And she has decided we will be going with bold first. Okay, um, happy birthday, but y'all know what? I feel like Yay! I missed happy happy birthday, happy. Thank you. I want to twerk. I want to twerk. I was twerking in my head. Does that count? I'm twerking right uh, now. <laughs> I can I let it down twerking. like it's warm? Because I can't twerk. I got bad I, knees. I don't got Megan knees. Did no, you I say you do what now? I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it down like it's warm, like Medea oh, say. I can't oh, let it. I can't drop it, it like it's hot. I can't. Okay, that's funny. That really is funny. Drop it like I just took it out the freezer because it's warm over here, girl. Girl, you better not even try to stand up. So, Louisa, it's just me and you. It's just me and Louisa, the only one out here trying to twerk. Yeah, I got the T work. The, okay. I, twerk, I got the T work because if I actually twerk, my knees gonna be like, bitch. Let me show you what the emergency room looks like. Yeah. They, they gonna they they are going to be disrespectful. Disrespectful. And they gonna let me go. They gonna let me go. You want to have your way? Go right ahead on that right. flow. Oh, you. So how did you do this, madam? How did how did you come to the tour? I was trying to twerk, <laughs> and who told you to do that? We was twerking for her. The way <laughs> gravity is set up is automatically not going to put me in favor of being a twerker. Mm. Not a man. No ma'am. Gravity is not my friend. That's why I have a public bathroom travel kit because the way my body is set up. Uh, 
Squatting is not in the cards either. I'm too big to be hovering over somebody's Baby. Um, toilet. So I keep uh, Clorox wipes yes. and gloves on me. And when I go to a public bathroom, I put on my gloves. I wipe down the toilet. I the wipe knobs, the everything. I wipe yes. down the sink. I wipe down the soap dispenser. I wipe down the towel thing. And people be standing behind me looking at me like, I know this bitch is not standing. Ma'am, do you work here? No, but my ass might hit this toilet seat. Okay. I'm mistaken. I need it to be clean. This okay. You can help her, honey. You look like you about 165 and height weight proportionate. But then third moon of Jupiter over here. suffering, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. You trying to get a whole comet flying at this? No, ma'am. This ass heroic cannot hover. So I let everything down. And so I can sit down and not be worrying about my knees crunching. Or if you slip and fall on that damn nasty ass toilet anyway. Oh, just for a Nasty bathroom that I might slip up and fall on in. Uh-uh. I grew up in the country, honey. I would drive down the street and find some wood somewhere and we'll I'll be on the side of the road trying to squat before I squat in somebody's public bathroom like that. Mm -hmm. I gotta it's, have it's too much of a balance act. That balance act, yeah. I'm you got the you got the third moon. I have an eclipse, honey. And the a way it's eclipse? set up back there, mm -mm. not a total eclipse, a total solar a freaking eclipse. Girl, so I have an eclipse of all time. of Jupiter's moons. I got three moons back there. Now the <laughs> I got ass for that. <laughs> the worst my daughter ever said to me was that it was out of control. That was the worst she ever said. I think when it was at its hugest, she was like, it's getting out of control. <laughs> It was. Uh, she was like, I, it just feels aggressive to me. <laughs> Girl, mm -hmm. my, 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 my described it as aggressive. I'm like, okay, ma'am, I got the. You can see my ass coming around the corner a mile away. You I mean, could probably just, sit just, on my ass and it wouldn't fall over. I, uh, I will admit, I will admit, my ass has been spotted across, across city blocks before. So you know what I'm saying. It's the, it's the curvature. You'll be able to be like, like my dad. Girl, yeah, I was at the corner of Canal and, the, and I thought that was you. I saw I'm like, all the way from over there. Yeah, right. yeah. Y'all need to stop that. Yeah, I got I got I, Look, you can see my x ray. My x ray has uh, my indentation in it. I have medical proof. And it's terrible, honey. This disc can no longer support all this hair. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no, oh honey. my god! You know what? Zipper club. <laughs> okay. Listen, that's that's a lot of ass. <laughs> Talk about putting the cup on it. Yes, on this okay, uh, table. About table for five. Yeah, we, yeah, we're good. Vicky has yeah. spoken, and she said we got to talk about old raggedy ass bowl. So since, yeah, I'm so mad at Vicky. I don't know what to do on her birthday. So, what do Vicky want to talk about about bowl today? She well, talk about. I can talk. Well, one thing I can say was good. I like the fashion. The bowl for fat. I did like the clothes that were on today's bowl for the most part. Like I will say this. This. 
whatever version of hope for the future um that thomas is designing is is, is heads above whatever that shit was that that they used to have and and, and that's about the only positive that i could probably say that that and steffi got in her brother face today Oh, I'm laughing at I can't I'm see I'm fucking dying over here on YouTube um between um Electra and goddamn um Vicky. Um yeah, I did see the clip of Steffi um having that conversation with Thomas. That was good. It was cute. Well it was necessary. I, I enjoyed Hope and Liam's fight because I really thought Me too. Tell him to take his ass the fuck on to his daddy's family. You she know, was so tired of his shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I always talk to Liam like that. And it but doesn't I, matter how she talks to him. Yeah, hmm. that's that's what I'd be saying because with these duds, it makes no difference what happens today or tomorrow. Because it always remains the same with these two duds. Um, they are just a drain for me to watch. I saw that clip of Liam whining and it made me want to just poke my eyeballs out. But look, girl, today he going to tell Hope, well, I was hoping after everything was done with the little fashion show that uh, you would come over here with me and tell Douglas to bring his ass on home. And she was yeah. like... You don't get the fuck up on out of here. She was looking at him like, what the hell are you talking about? We just had this discussion. We already had this talk. Douglas already made himself clear. So why are you bringing this up again like a whole bitch? Who can you single out for being a main and like he's antagonistic and he's provoking. He's literally trying to provoke Thomas. Thomas done told him first. He told him, bruh, if you do anything and you come between me and my boy, you're going to hate the day I was born. You hear me? And he's literally trying to get Thomas in a mental uh, uh, war play. Like, he literally is trying to get Thomas in his head. Like, bruh, Thomas ain't checking for you. He's not even entertaining. Nothing you're saying, nothing you're doing, because he don't care about you. But in Liam's head, Thomas is the, oh, he's doing this and he's doing that. Well, in reality, he's done nothing. It's all over again for him. It Big is. Friends. And he blame it. And, and then, anyway, he don't even take the, the words out of Douglas's mouth as crap, as serious as to say, well, no, that's Thomas. He's doing it all. Thomas yeah. isn't even there, bro. That yeah. is Douglas. You talk to, you talk to, you talk to Douglas. All by your love, all by his lonesome, and he told you how he felt. And then he had you take him to Forrester so he could tell you how he felt in front of his daddy and hope. Yeah. So, but oh, but today to Bill, I mean, I'm sorry, Liam was whining like such a bitch to his dad. He he's been a bitch, yeah. He is. I was, and the thing is, the way Hope talked to him today, everybody should talk to Liam like that every day of his pathetic life. Clearly, yeah, that is, that is how he should be handled by every person hmm. in his life because he came over there. Because here's the thing even though we all know where all this bullshit is gonna go at the end of the day, and we know truthfully that Liam is del delusional right now, okay, yes, to, because Thomas actually hasn't done anything. All the moves that Hope has made, or all the things that she's agreed with, or not had a problem with. It's not because Thomas has manipulated her into thinking that way. It's Correct. because she's seeing, hey, it all looks straight, so I'm not gonna rock the boat if I if it's not a problem for me and it's not a problem for Douglas, then that then that's just that. So Correct. he's in a complete state of delusion. Because mm -hmm. here's my thing on the real side. 
What husband rolled to his wife's job and do the shit that he did today? He literally had a bitch fit in her in her uh, office that she shares with Thomas and literally told her to make promises to him that she will never be able to fulfill. Like, this the only re- this the only way I'm going to get up off your back. This the only way I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel comfortable about it is if you promise to tell me when you done playing dress up and, you know, doing your little thing, you know, you can bring your ass and Douglas back with you to the house. What? Exactly. That you're going to go and can, and try to talk Douglas into coming back home. And I'm sitting, and she's standing there looking at him like, why are we back at this again? Why are we, what, you came to my job for this? You came over here. I mean, let's be honest. Force is not the most professional workplace in the world. And we all know that. <laughs> but you came your ass. You and, and missed the meeting at your own damn job. That's the funny part. You ditched your yeah. work. Your nepotism higher that the nepotism higher that you are at Spencer Publications, but you mm-hmm. ditched a meeting with your dad that he says mm-hmm. was important to come to my job to do what? To, to bigger and to, to nitpick. Exactly. To whine about how insecure you are about Thomas, this, that, and the third. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. That's not that's not the behavior of a man. Mm-mm. It's a sad day when the only person in the relationship that works is Hope. <laughs> Liam has Honestly. a title and he is not working. No, he's, he's not. a disgusting person. Um, just the fact that he's walking around um, uh, using yet another child for mm-hmm. his own gain. This is the motherfucker that has used Kelly. Since the moment he found out Steffi slept with Bill, he's used Kelly against Steffi, and he's used Kelly to keep Steffi on the sofa um, so he can run to her when he needed um, um, mm-hmm. stroking. And now this motherfucker is doing the same thing with Douglas. He knows what Douglas wants. He knows what Douglas' parents have agreed to, and he's still running around here trying to make things go his way. He doesn't exactly. so selfish that he cares about no one. And I'll say it now, continue to say it. Any so-called man that can turn his back on his own goddamn fetus is too fucking selfish for me. I never trust him for nothing. Just like Vicky just said. Vicky said, Liam's acting like he's Hope's father and not her husband. Liam has never acted like he was anybody's husband. Let alone hope he's always been her caretaker, her her guardian, and her babysitter. But he's her savior when he runs and to go and fight Thomas off of rooftops. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. I mean, but, they, they need to free Thomas so they can find somebody else to 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 pan after her. Uh, 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 we could have had yes. a we could have had a free Thomas. Petra was busy trying to climb the boy like a tree, and again denied. I am so sick of them not letting Petra and Sequoia get that dick. But he was classy about it. I like what his was what his answer was. He said, "You mm. know what." I have been doing so much for this uh, presentation. This, this I have not been focusing on my baby. I uh, I need a little bit more daddy and son time. I like that answer because basically what he told him, I'm finna uh, get back to what I was doing with my son, have more 
daddy and son time, and then I holler at you. You know, I keep you in mind. He ain't tell her no outright. You know what I'm saying? He gave her a real good mm-hmm. letdown. I liked his answer. I, but, see, I still say he should have made plans for the after the weekend because I'm sorry. Hope is just that's my thing. Regardless of how much chemistry Annika and, and um Matt have, the show is not scripting Hope as someone who is trying to step out on her man. Exactly. And so, and, so it's and like furthermore. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut oh, you. Oh no, go ahead, hon. No, no, go. Go, go. And furthermore, Annika is playing it like she it has absolutely no interest in Thomas. I still see the look like she wants to throw up when she looks at Thomas sometimes. When I, I just, don't, I, do. I don't see that. I don't I see do. that look. I don't see that. Even I today, see, even today, I see admiration. I don't see romance. I'll put it to you like this. I don't see disgust, but I don't see her feeling romantic overtones for him. I feel all. like I feel like she's comfortable enough with him, as in. He, she's not afraid of him anymore. I'll tell you that much. She's yeah. not afraid or skeeved out by him because, yeah, that was an issue that was predominant during all the early parts of this story back in 2018 when all this, I mean, excuse me, 2019 when all this bullshit first started where Hope really looked at just positively bleh about Thomas. So she hasn't been looking like that. But no, I don't I see any romantic overtones. I, I do not see it. I don't see I don't see romantic overtones I, I with them. And other people picked it up on Twitter too. That that disgusting look when um Douglas said that um I wish you two could love each other too. I saw. I it. didn't see that. I, I what well, I saw that. on her face, she looked like oh my god, like my like she was worried for Douglas yeah, because. Yeah. Whenever, whenever Douglas is like in need of something or he, he, you know, feel a certain type of way, she get this look in her face like she worried. Child, she wasn't damn worried when Douglas was te- asking um, Thomas, um, do, do you miss me when I'm not around? She was standing up there with a goddamn grin on her face. I just, well, that- I don't never, I don't buy shit from this actress, to be honest with you. Maybe that's well, just- okay. I think that's probably it because I will tell you there has been a marked move from Hope's mannerisms for for towards Thomas when that conversation happened because she was in complete denial at that point. Back then, when when Tom when Douglas was saying that he asking his dad if he missed him when he was away, Hope was in complete stonewall denial that there was any issue. Period with Douglas's living situation of the amount of time he was spending with his father. She's not where she was when that conversation. Now she's not where she was when that conversation took place. Not now. She's in a she's in a very different headspace where she actually accepts that it is good for Douglas to be with his father more on his own terms, and that's why she's not fighting it. And she even jokes with Thomas now, like if yeah. she was disgusted by him, she wouldn't be sitting there joking with him. She just sat there and made fun of her mama with Thomas. Okay. If, if she no. felt like Thomas was obsessed with her or was a threat, she would not be sitting there keeping with him the way her husband over there keeping with her mama. Thomas and Hope got inside jokes and secrets, girl. Oh, Hope wouldn't have had no secrets with Thomas. She'd have ran right to her mom. Well, mom, Thomas said this, and 
um, I really shouldn't say anything, but Thomas told me not to say anybody. She would have went and ran and told somebody that Thomas told her something and 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 asked her not to say nothing to nobody. But this hope, honey, she done went and told Paris she thought Thomas was hot and that was their little secret. But five people know now. Liam gonna be next. I want his I, I was wanting his ass to walk in on that shit, but it was thin, and then I was okay because he was he was looking real good in those muted. Baby colors. Oh well, we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get to the return of the fin and the return of the fin. We're gonna get to that. Well, well, Stacy asks. I wonder if Liam knows. So we can pretty much. It's a safe bet to say that before this fashion show is over with, Liam shall know. And he when he in the crowd acting like a bitch. When he find out, honey, <laughs> it's gonna be on because that's when he gonna go on the hyperdrive. <laughs> That's why I said he's probably gonna kidnap her. Yes. Her I swear for Lord, if he I swear, if the if, if I swear if, if the big hook on this is Liam whisking hope and Douglas away, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. Even though I know how the story is going to end, I'm gonna laugh because the thing is that is unstable shit to do. But he, he, he is unstable. But he's gonna take them to the Adam and Eve shack. And they look, both they both unstable and they always say I've been. Bill is gassing him up now. And look, we don't know mm -hmm. if he bought the Aspen place or not. She never said that she sealed the deal. She just went Correct. out there and let her mom and daddy fucking Bill's house and they all came back. It was mm -hmm. never stated whether she actually bought it. Mm -hmm. So with Bill telling Liam he got to do something to get his wife under control and to get his kids back home, what if this nut um, drags them off to Aspen? I mean, we won't I will get laugh. No shots or nothing like that. It'll be the because somebody noted that the um the room that they were using in Aspen looked a lot like Katie's old living room. So whatever set they had, I, they might be able to reproduce it where they had if it wasn't actually in Aspen. I think only the outside shots were in Aspen. But that, um, yeah, that bedroom was the old Aspen bedroom, but that living room did look like uh Katie's old living it room. It did. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which, mm -hmm. So, so and they, nothing for them to say Liam then whisk them off and they in the damn another cabin. <laughs> Liam and Seth go shack to shack to, to Bill's cabin. <laughs> but Bill Wait a minute. We got two cabins uh, available. We have the Adam and Eve cabin as your option one. And option two, we have Big Bear. Can I so, ask a question? Yeah. Does this sound dumb as hell to anybody else but me? It Liam, does no, sound Liam kidnapping I'm, I'm sorry. I'm asking legitimately. Oh, okay. I thought you... No. Oh. Kidnapping it's not, it's not dumb to tell you. You know why? It's not dumb. Because we have to show that Liam is losing his fucking mind. How else are we going to prove that he's losing his but game? What is kidnapping her for? Because she's not listening to me. Because because she we can't cancel it because she refuses to listen. Yeah, because she won't see it. She won't see what he sees. That is what the big sticking point for months has been with Brooke and with Liam. That Hope refuses to see what they see. That Liam is going to um, take Hope off to uh, some private location, mm -hmm. try and convince her verbally to see Thomas the way he does. 
Yeah, because he he has to isolate her from everyone, especially Thomas, because if he does not do this, he will lose her. He's like, she's not listening. He's going to take advantage of her and Douglas. And so that's he, I he mean, tells everybody. He tells Brooke that Hope don't listen to him. He told Bill today that Hope ain't listening to him, and that him and Brooke think yada yada yada. Um, he really is. Somebody said he acting like her daddy. He really is acting more like her daddy than he's acted unhusband like to any other any either one of him or her, Stephanie, have anybody he's been involved with. He is really acting like an overprotective father who is ready to put the chastity belt on his daughter, bury the key, and lock her ass up in the tower after he washes her head with some nair to make sure she ain't even never going to grow a wisp of a ponytail to get somebody to rescue her. That's how Liam is acting with Hope right now. So I don't think it's far-fetched for him to get all gassed up by Bill, mm -hmm. who's telling him he got to do something. You mm -hmm. got to act right now. You got to put mm -hmm. your foot down. You got you to gotta do something. Uh, you got to get bold. That's what yeah. Bill is gassing him up to do something. Mm -hmm. I agree. I and agree, Bubbles. Do some stupid ass shit that mirrors yeah. Thomas kidnapping Hope. But Hope ain't going to feel real threatened, but she's going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We ain't got time to be doing this. Right. Running off the Aspen because you don't like the way things are going. That's really the way they should go with this. I don't think they will, but I, it, that's what it's giving to me. Yeah. Somebody, what it's giving me is this, is that after the show is over, after the preview is over, which from all appearances, just from the promo and everything, the preview is going to go very well. Okay, it's going to be well received. The clothes look miles better than that tassel and, uh, and floss shit that we used to see. So the preview itself will go well. So Hope will have will, will be in a great place. Thomas will be in a great place. Most of the people who work at Forrester will be at the great place at a great place. Mm -hmm. So what is going to happen though after that show is somebody is going to pop off. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's where the that's where the tension is coming from in the storyline. Because you can feel that they're building to some sort of tension. And that tension isn't the showstopper that hope goes out uh, and and you know wows the audience. That tension is something that's going to happen after this show is over. Yeah, I think that I think very much about what Bubbles was saying is very. I think it's true, and it will go to that extent because you think about it. If you think about it, Liam's behavior, uh, following coming up to this show right now, it will prove that he is desperate. And that he is losing his shit. So if they don't do this, what? Well, how else are they going to show that Douglas is the mastermind? Because I'm not... Look, that has not been put to bed for me. I think that Liam is going to provoke this child too. Because he already told him, look, all right, I need you to ride me over here to Forrester so I can go talk to my mom and my daddy. So Douglas... His, is is definitely pulling strings unintentionally. Like he's not doing it to be menacing and malice. He's, he's doing it because he he has he has promises that need to be given. He's a kid, but Bell right. missed that boat though. Bell missed that boat when he named Thomas the fucking call up for the CPS. So to me, all that's all that's 
that ship sailed for me. But that's, oh, but that's the thing. I don't think that's the final straw on that, Sam. Well, that's that's what I, I, it makes so it's so weird to me. I mean, what's the deal? So they got to they make Thomas the CPS caller. Um, so Douglas supposedly here when it was it was common sense for Douglas to be the one behind it just playing a prank or being mad at Brooke. But they didn't do that. They did the obvious. Now they got mm. Douglas out here parent trapping. I mean, they all over the place. It just proves to me that they don't know what they're doing. I, I just don't trust nothing because tomorrow, the- everything that happened today can be undone. That's just how I feel about this show. It makes me so well, upset. No, that's what they do. That Because that's exactly what they do. So I don't know what exactly we're building to. I have my suspicions, but Right now, the only two people I can say, the, the Liam is the one who's acting the most squirrely out of everybody who's on scene right now. To say the least. He's, he's acting like he's acting like he's positively about to have a nervous goddamn breakdown any second now. And it's aside from the fact that you know I actually find it funny because Liam in distress is a is a good thing to me because he's an asshole and he should be in distress for the rest of his life. Um, about every little thing, like he should wake up and be stressed, and he should go to bed and be stressed. That's how terrible <laughs> a character he is. Yes. <laughs> so I agree. So, so that part is somewhat, you know, amusing in a in a sadistic type type of way. But <laughs> the question about it, but that's the thing. This sweeps period, or at least the way that they're storyboarding things. One, we all notice very clearly that Tridge is not on screen right now, which does not upset me because right now I'm aggravated with that with the decisions they've made in that area. So not seeing Tridge together does not upset me. Well, I like seeing Taylor, sure, but Ridge, he can just no, drop in a hole exactly. and disappear. It's pissing me off. They've made a mockery of it. They've made a so, damn mockery of it. It's pissing me off because I need to see Tridge. I don't need to have no imaginary uh, thoughts of what they're doing and how they kicking in and hanging out and making breakfast and coffee. I don't want to know. I don't want to imagine the shit. I want to see it. You know, I don't. You want to see me? You all y'all with that with And don't look in what he don't like. He ain't happy nowhere. He wasn't happy with the ball and chain. Um, over there in um, over at the mansion, and he still ain't happy now. So I don't care about Wait, seeing him. See, I, see, I see that's the thing. Everybody you know keeps trying to you say, Sam. You know what he gonna give? That Everybody keeps trying to say he's not happy because he's with Taylor. That ain't him. why he's sitting he up there looking not. like that. He looking so like good. that because he got unfucking finished business. That's the thing I don't like. They're not giving conclu- They're not giving closure. They're just doing this shit and we hanging on. Like yeah, I don't they like... told you in the November sweeps what time it was. They told you and me at the same time that um the only reason Bridge ain't together is because Thomas made the CPS call and because of Bridge's appreciation for Taylor. That ain't love. They told who you told, what time it was. Who told me that? Ain't nobody told me that trash. Well, somebody that's, want to read it to Ken that's, that's what's in Bell's uh, November previews. When you go look at the section that's about Tridge and Bridge, that's mm-hmm. the bullshit that's written there. Yeah, from the Bridge. mouth of the head goon himself. What did wait, what did it say? What did it say? Cause hold I, on, wait, wait, wait. I'll pull it up. Hold on, hold you. up, hold up. Let me pull it up. Yeah, but no, because okay. it's very funny. Y'all want to articulate and put this as factual, but we literally picked out these summer previews and saw. Oh. He actually didn't mean that Thomas is going to get a new love interest. Oh, he loved me. 
But that was but that was the summer previews. It is that no is longer summer, baby. It is fall now. Hold up, I think. Bait, but okay, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Hold up. I'm pulling it up on Insta because I think a couple of people posted it. Let's see. Yeah, um, Sin Rising posted all of them. She's got okay, separate. I got it. Like okay, so here we go. This is what is from the summer previews exactly for Brook Ridge and Tridge. Okay. We just learned that Thomas is the, and the person saying this is Brad Bell. Oh, we okay. just learned that Thomas is the one stirring the pot and called uh, and called Child Protective Services. Mm -hmm. So that is really what's keeping Brooke and Ridge apart, along with his appreciation for Taylor. Mm -hmm. Okay. So mm -hmm. hold on. Let's see. Hold up. Where, 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 where is it? Because I think it was yeah, printed. How do you just feel about just those two sentences, ma'am? How do I feel about it? Yes. It's, it it works. It works. It it works according to what his his whole method is. Is to get y'all gassed up. <laughs> I'm not really, gassed up. I'm just aggravated. He's I'm like, like mm. he's definitely a gaslighter. He will. He literally writes these previews to gaslight everybody, and it, it's everything that everybody been saying in these fucking twitters. Like the Twitter streets have already been talking the same trash. So he literally is taking the stuff that y'all and tweeted out and put it in the preview like it's supposed to be some new. Boy, hush. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I don't darling. know. I don't know. Who I look. I'll tweet you this weekend. Can I don't recall anybody saying that Ridge appreciates Taylor. Okay, mm -hmm. being torn between his love for Taylor and his love for Brooke. Yes, mm -hmm. but appreciate that choice of words is really, really unsavory. That's to say the least. I'm not even gonna say unsavory. I put myself on mute. Um, but that's that's to say the least. I'm gonna tell you how I felt about it. I felt like it was an intentional slap in the face. So when you say, Yeah, he's trying to rile us up, he is, I get that. That's for damn sure but not in a good way, not in a way that leads us to build up for some sort of suspense. He's flat out telling us that Ridge is not with Taylor because he loves her. Those Did, did you hear anything about L-O-V-E in any of that description? Mm-hmm. None? Mm-hmm. Not, not at all. So while no. Ridge is over there having sex with Taylor and appreciating mm -hmm. it, we know how this is all going to end. And I guess I get angry about it because what you're watching right now, like Bubble said, hope seems to be different towards Thomas, just like Ridge seemed to be falling in love with Taylor again. But what we're going to hear at the end of this is that hope is grateful to Thomas. Isn't that the word they used in the preview, um, um, darling, for um, Thomas Hope and Liam? Uh, let's see. I had clicked off of it. For Thomas Hope and Liam. Thomas well, Hope and Liam. And she is committed in all 100% in love with Liam. Love with Liam. Exactly. Right. Um, Bell has been very careful in these previews not to apply the word love to any pairing but the one that he pushes. Okay? Correct. That, Correct. That's the, that is the theme that goes that he has out been known to this. push. Can we, can we put that uh, has been known to push? Let's say that. Yeah. But what else has he been known to do? But what I, else is he been known to do? 
He's been known to rewrite. He's been he's been known to steal shit from the past and bring it like it's new. He has been known to be false and lie. He's known to do a lot of stuff. But I, but my thing, but my but you asked the question. My thing was he's definitely gaslighting for a reason because this is the stuff that I see on both sides. Like he's definitely not trying to get rid of. Brooke Pence and the like the 50% of them that still want bridge because it's like 50% of Brooke fans who don't give a damn if she get back with Ridge. So, but it's definitely some out there who no. who want bridge to still exist. No. And so he's not stop, stop. No. He's not he's not trying to get rid of those fans. No. It's, it is because that is his coupling that he has known to push. But no. He's not, but not Tridge. Not Tridge. He has, he knows the power of Tridge because he's not going to say things that's totally asshole backwards. Like, in my opinion, that preview was very gaslighting. Like, but he literally just said everything that we all talk about in on these Twitter streets. But that's the thing, Can Can. He left those previews leave nothing to the imagination. That's the problem. A preview is supposed to be just that, a preview. It's supposed to tantalize you. It's supposed to make Correct. you want to watch. The way that he's describing, the, the oh, let me put that, the love language that he uses to describe those couples and these, uh, these opposing pairings don't leave nothing to no imagination. Okay? And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When have you known for him to do stuff like that? But that's okay. I'll digress. I'll leave it alone because we've probably rather, I would rather I talk about sin anyway. Exactly. <laughs> you are correct. I am ready to move on. We have dissect. Because first of all, one as far as as far as Trish is concerned, I get like I said, I'm still at the back of the bus, but I was at the back of the bus before the summer started. So my position really hasn't changed much on that topic. So yeah, but like, that's else? my thing. But y'all said it for me, like, but y'all still want it to be the way it feels. Like it's it's very fucking toxic. Like it's 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 the it's the PTSD talking, y'all. It's okay. Well, no, it's not PTSD. KK. If it was KK, it's not PTSD. If you got punched in the face and your face hurts. That's no. not PTSD. No. That's you having pain receptors in your face. No, in your face a, telling a, you you're in it's pain. A, it's what I'm calling a PTSD. It's the anticipation of stuff that has not even happened. Okay, like, but no, it's not. But that's the thing. The C, Them doing the shady shit with the CPS call and choosing to insert it in the places they've inserted it in, that's not anticipation of event, an event that's to come. That's what they've done. They stuck it where they stuck it for specific reasons. They do not have Ridge's stupid face flashing to that dumbass call uh, at all of these terrible times when somebody questions him about his marriage to Brooke and why things went downhill for it to not mean nothing at the conclusion of this story. That's because, what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. That's what everybody is saying. That's the reason... That's why he's playing it. He's playing this off like it's about the call. When it's in it, his entire reason for leaving had everything to do with Deacon. 
It was not about the call until we can't very recent. Like you know, we know that, but he has rewritten it to say it's about the call. What did we say before before we even went to Aspen? Brooke mm-hmm. is never left to be at fault for a damn thing that wrecks her life. Brooke will always give her a way out and a get out of jail free card so that when something becomes is revealed, all of a sudden the whole board is wiped clean and the bullshit that she did all of a sudden does not matter. That is all the purpose of, that the CPS that the CPS call serves. Well, that is what it's there for. That's well, the I went April. I went April. And April said, I hope Taylor get pregnant. <laughs> uh-huh. And I would say we would need to, and it's too bad that this is a country where we have problems in that era because I'd be like, y'all need to go let her take some considerations like Ashley did if that's the case because I certainly don't want Taylor having no more children for this rat ass man. I love my Tay Tots, but you know what? They're enough. They're enough, and they're enough as they are. Because well, yeah, is we worth can it. all agree to disagree, uh, Maya. We sure can. Mm-hmm. We can move on. And yes. See y'all next up, because uh, I'm a, I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, well, I'm losing on this one. Well, I did want to talk about sin and just how cute they were today, because they were they were terribly cute, and so I feel like Stephanie should have ditched all this shit and went to her house. I agree. That was some bullshit. <laughs> Because I would have. I, I mean, happy I don't, to be I, I, And that's the thing. I had to actually think about it for a minute. And I realized we ain't seen Tennyson before Aspen. Yeah, exactly. So, like the episode before they left. Yeah, because the last time we seen him, he was on his way to work. And he has done a long ass shift. Exactly. I'm like, a long ass shift. He was he been at work ever since Ridge came to that revelation that he wanna be just like Finn when he grow up. And and I I I, I find it amusing. Finn is like one of the only men on this show besides Thomas that actually works. <laughs> yeah, actually works for a living and actually shows up. <laughs> he go to his job every day. <laughs> so y'all tell me, y'all go ahead and start dragging the hell out of um bill for me so I can chime in. I ain't even seen Bill Spencer needs to go to hell and die. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's he funny does. how Bill picks his struggles according to who he's trying to bed. Exactly. Well, that's all um and that's why I hope Liam gets to Brooke first so his face can be fucking broke because all he's doing is sitting there trying to wax up little brownie mm-hmm. points with Brooke. Well, that's I get, um, once me and Brooke back together, I can help you get hope under control. Correct. Don't your raggedy ass right now, sir. Um, so I don't even, like they're all in this little I feel like hope is trapped in fucking Stepford Wives and her mama's leading the cult and everybody's trying to get her to be brainwashed. Yep. Yeah. That's ben exactly what's going on. Talking about Thomas and the mannequin and, and, and all that stuff. That pissed so, me off. Like they don't know he had a tumor in his head. Yes. Like he like, literally what? had a flashback to Thomas and him being on the roof today. They didn't flash back to the roof, y'all, today. Talking about so you, that's, you, that's, did you forget what, on the roof? Thomas assassination. Flat yes. Out. Yeah. That, that, but see, I don't see it as it assassination. I see Bell doing cleanup duty, but I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in that. I no, think he's trying to clean up the shit. 
you don't keep giving he would have to, he would have to care about things to clean to them up. up. He don't right. clean up shit he don't care about. And I don't think he cares about Thomas, that, but that's just my It's opinion. a fact. Everybody know he don't. It's a Not fact. the way he feels. I don't think he don't care about Thomas. Well, we know that because this is the fourth goddamn Thomas. That's enough to say you don't give a damn about character. That means you feel the character is pretty goddamn disposable in my world. No, it's not. It means that you love the character enough that you keep trying to get them to come back. Hey, but that's what that means. I want, I want some of what you we, Well, look at Eric. You very look at Eric. Tonight. How many times did I recast Eric? Oh. Eric Forrester Jr. Just Rick. Twice. It was only, Rick. only ever been two. Oh, Rick. Ain't been but two. Ain't been but two. Yeah, three. It was three. They had the first one come back. It was three. Around in the studio, so if they need to do another Rick, they'll get that Torkenstein guy, whatever the hell his name is, because he still come around the studio. Yeah, I believe that. So Rick is important enough for his ass to have two. But I'm but what I'm saying. We have had three Ricks. I don't know how I forgot about Kyle Louder. He wasn't even my favorite Rick. That's why he was the, blocked, the most disgusting no, one. He I blocked him. I blocked Kyle Lauder's Rick because of that. He was the Rick that accompanied the period of them def uh, making a uh, Ridge not Eric's son, and then all that skeevy shit happened. So yeah, I blocked Kyle Lauder. I yeah, really like did. My brain and shit. Yeah, yeah my Phoebe. Yeah, and my brain you, jumped to two years younger Justin Torkelson. He used yes, first. I said her name first. He, he went through all of all the Maroni girls. Steffi yeah, that's nice. disgusting, trifling, tacky, trash. Where's Sanchez? Trash. But y'all know Rick was uh, always stealing Thomas's girlfriends anyway. When Thomas was dating uh, yeah. Caitlin, Rick didn't let it go. And he had to have Caitlin. That's what the Logans do, whether it's a male or a female. They yes. Yep. They always want what the Foresters or Maronis have. And people are the prime real estate. That's the prime real estate that they love to acquire. And right now, Douglas is the real estate. While, mm -hmm. while, while Liam oh, yeah, he like worried property, about his own honey. damn child in months. Yeah, he like front property. On as the far as I'm concerned, Kelly's a Finnegan. She is. Yeah, the only thing I would continue to drag him for it, but uh, it's really pathetic that they got him running around here screaming and crying about Douglas coming home. I mean, yeah, can you hear that? And if, and if it was about him actually caring about Douglas, maybe that would be cute, but it's not. It's about that him that it would actually about be his worse. wife. Yeah, I think it's, it's about his wife. That he would love uh, Douglas more than he loves his own. He never expressed any time once. That and that him. just goes, his whole theory, his whole logic of calling Douglas's home the shack just goes to show how generous Thomas has been so much to the point where he knew how important Douglas was to hope. So, he wanted him to stay where, first of all, that's where Douglas wanted to be at the time. But now, now that Douglas wants to be with Thomas, it's a problem. It was yeah. no problem when Douglas wanted to be at the shack. He wanted to be there. D Thomas was fine with it. Thomas said, okay, I'm, I, I'll come and see you. 
we'll 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 hang out with those ball on the weekends. It's fine. Now that Douglas is saying, I want I'm gonna be back with my pop. I want to go home with the force. It's why I laugh at the people who sitting up here talking shit about about what Bill said about well, Bill's right. Since when does the child get to decide? But here's the thing: the child didn't decide. The child said what he wanted, and the parents it, it agreed. Because regardless of whatever soap Twitter says, uh, Liam ain't nobody to Douglas but a cub, but a first cousin once removed. That's it. He's not. He is not the boy's father. The boy has that, a father. Um, and can y'all believe how upset Twitter is about how Douglas is treating poor Liam? Liam yeah, yeah. So many years. Yes. Yes, I love it. I love that they're upset because they are just as disturbed as Liam. <laughs> y'all clearly are more upset about Liam having his bitch fit about some child that he never even wanted to live there. He never even wanted Douglas. You know what I'm saying? He accepted Douglas because he realized he was losing ground with hope. That's the end. Of that at the end of the day, that is how it ended up working out. Was that he ended up accepting her, accepting him because he realized that he was losing too much ground with hope. So he just went ahead and gave no, in. No, well, he had to because no, he darling, no, all. he fucked. Remember, Steffi. he slept with Steffi. He That's what I mean. Steffi. That's that, why he gave in to her uh wanted Douglas there. Because before mm, then it was an ultimatum. Either no, me y'all yeah. y'all got that, y'all have that switched up. He slept with Steffi after that. Remember, after everything came out in 2019 about Beth, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and Brooke started her crusade and got hope to go along with it, and Liam was the only one who was, you know, shot backing out about it. And then she eventually did end up getting him to sign the papers. The thing that ended up getting him to go back to the cabin was when she put him out after she saw him kissing Steffi. They kissed. And they, they had that whole mess where that led up to the wedding. Right, with, right. Um, he was with him, right on the outside. With, with, right. They kissed. Yes. Right. But I'm saying he gave her a, a whole ultimatum. Either me and what I want, or you bring Douglas here. That's the thing. And this is this is supposed to be your cousin. And but she's yeah, trying to do something. The only reason why Liam relented and went back to the cabin was because um, he had got caught and busted kissing Stephanie. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, because I'm like, no, that's when you said slept with Stephanie. I was like, no, that happened the following year. Yeah. So no, his him him rolling over and playing dead on the Douglas issue was because he got busted kissing Steffi. It it pissed Hope off. He was losing ground with her, and he decided to relent because he was in the doghouse. That's the only reason he ended up going along with that, not because he exactly. wanted the child. And they, mm -hmm. they right here screaming about how poor Lib feeling left out. <laughs> family when Thomas couldn't be. So they are so dumb to That's feel funny. bad for Liam because Douglas rejected him. Kelly should be the one doing it. I just it pisses me off that Kelly isn't the one saying no, Liam. I'm staying home with mom and dad. It's because she's not the one in question. She's at home. She is at mm -hmm. home with her mother, and she's at home yeah, but, but with she, her stepfather. She needs to be rejecting Liam. Period. She don't want to go visit him. She don't want to go do a sleepover, but she don't want to leave. She want to stay home with her mom and dad and Hayes. That's but the I thing think. is, 
But for her to reject him, he has to give a shit about her, which he doesn't. But see, that's what makes these people running around here screaming about uh, how they feel sorry for Liam because of Douglas. It's like, damn, I wouldn't have no pity considering how he treats his child. Correct. I mean, this this is what he deserves. But Mm -hmm. they don't see it. It's insane to me. That I mean, also, also as as somebody else pointed out, I don't know how the hell, to, how how the hell Bill had the nerve to sit up in the Olive Garden talking about how you were a da- you were a dad to Douglas, and I'm like, when 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 uh, his dad was kissing man, because I wanted to say, bitch, didn't you lose custody of Will? <laughs> didn't you lose custody? Oh, you, with no, you, you with no medical, you with no medical condition, you with no documented issues. Just you being a plain old rotten yes. ass asshole. Yes. You lost being custody a- of your child for being mm-hmm. an absentee father. So who mm-hmm. are you going to talk about anybody's shit? <sighs> darling, darling. I hope that wasn't a good... I hope you ain't, ain't, ain't snatch your glued on with. Because, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I mean, I mean, yes, it's soaps. And we all know on soaps, everybody in town lives in a glass house. Yes. Everything, every, it's just the way... It's just the way the soap works. But Bill, Bubble said it right. Bill is up here saying and doing everything he can, playing kissy kissy, licky licky, sucky sucky, because he wants to get in Brooks' drawers. That's it. Again. So he mm-hmm. said, and also I'm gonna be very honest. The way that, especially is is I don't care for it for Brooke because it pisses me off. But I I cannot stand the way that Liam and Bill talk about hope. Get her under control. Bitch, what? Yeah. Yeah. They handle uh, her. No. Lay down to handle her. Yeah. Don't, don't take your caveman knuckle dragon ass somewhere. First of all, what you mean handle her? Right now she handling everything. She the one who at her job. Correct. Doing whatever it is that she do. Y'all Correct. staying at her mama house. Correct. So what the she hell are parenting. you? Exactly. So, so what exactly are you handling, Liam? You ain't handling the bills. You ain't handling the roof over the head. You ain't handling the goddamn point. Fuck you, don't go sit down. He managing to lose his mind. And Bill, Bill was in jail behind bars. And only got free because of Thomas. Oh, yeah, you notice how they completely disavow that, like that never happened. It never did. The powers to be pretend like it didn't happen so that they can push their agenda. That Thomas hasn't been doing anything but kissing mannequins and raising hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and manipulating children. Because that's a blatant attempt to gaslight me. And I don't appreciate it. No, right. it's a yeah. And to gaslight us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like that, like that bull, like Vinny, like Vinny, like Vinny didn't become a road pizza for nothing. And, and we didn't remember that tacky, terrible bullshit when it went down. Mm-hmm. Like I said. And Thomas had to punch out his own friend to get Liam off the hook for Hayes' paternity. You know what I mean? What kind of- even after when Liam slept with Steffi, Thomas told, Liam, told Hope to forgive Liam. Yeah. He didn't try her. No. Nope. But now he's obsessed again. Got him. They so, they so sick over there at Bold and the Beautiful that they can't pull their head out their ass to do just what is common sense. No, they can't. See, that's because the thing, because they need a dear life. The two percenters need something to float on to. Thomas, <laughs> we would have took Thomas with Petra. We would have took Thomas with Paris. They are, they are literally floating on drift deadwood. They're they're floating on Deadwood. And what happens with Deadwood 
in the water. It takes everything down. Man, the wood so, go right down and everything was holding on to it. That wood floats. And it does not sink. It does it, it, it floats. It flies its way Girl, to the shore. You too goddamn optimistic for me tonight. <laughs> Girl, yes indeed. I feel, I just feel like that. I just feel like if we were gonna put through be put through all this bullshit, I should have got Bill and Liam and lock lock up eyes style for a few episodes. I just feel like we were robbed. We should have got some real goddamn villainy. We should have had Thomas doing some evil shit to Eric that gets his fucking shares. We should get some real villainy, not this bullshit about trying to get into some big bloomer draws. He's not doing that. He's not being upset. It's the people around him who keep trying to categorize him as being upset. That would be Brad Bell, um, Can Can. Why they have Brad Bell ain't doing that? That's all the fans and the people us on script. Bell ain't really writing that. He's cleaning up the bullshit, guys. Can Can left the building. She has such faith. She has such faith in Brad Bell, and it's girl, it's it's. I need whatever she's smoking tonight, cause that that's real. That's a real girl, girl. You don't want none of this. I'm trying to tell you, you don't want none of this. I I, I couldn't take it. I, I wish that much chipper in me. Shit. Now at this point, I really wish they would go ahead and get and have and give uh and have one of Finn's sisters show up because. It was really cute how he said that, you know, I never got to have that sibling rivalry. Well, go ahead, right. give him a sister. Oh my God, he got like three. That's he got like Steffi's auntie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> One of Steffi's aunties is his sister. So Steffi's auntie. Steffi's auntie, and then he can get some awesome good old family interaction. You're What's her name? Uh, da, uh Diane. 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 Yeah, there Diana, you go. Honey. Diana. There mm -hmm. you go. I would. I would probably put more money on uh Mary than uh Ooh, than Diana. Honey, that's Cause, cause we already know. We already know Mary. Yeah, we already know Mary crazy. So that's Sheila two point honey. Her mama did to her the exact same thing. Sheila. Did any other flashbacks have any of Sheila kids in? No. no, they no. did have a flashback of her threatening Thomas ass though. You did, and it was for not. It was not for not, honey. It's yeah. a reason. Yes, honey. Ooh, that was what. That was that was a good flashback. All the flashbacks they show for for Halloween for Sheila were very good, and I think they well, were that's the thing. She well, no, 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 no. First of all, hey, Sheila does not have any bad previous history, okay? Unless you count when they gave her her Michelle Stratford's face, uh, when they did. But that was on Janoa's. That was on Young and the Wrestlers. So Bowl ain't gotta take no responsibility for that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, but unfortunately, as as much as much as I enjoyed the flashbacks because that was actually when they that was when they actually allowed shit to happen in the stories. I don't know what their intention is with Sheila going forward or if when or if they're going to let anything happen. But I really do feel like they were supposed to pop the cork on Sheila during sweeps. Enough time had passed since Finn's escape in um, July or rather August for them to be ready to pop the cork on, on Sheila's side of the story in November. But for whatever reason... They decided that they wanted to put that on ice. What? 
they pretty much just declawed Sheila. They had set yeah. up in this house with Deacon and they get a dick down every other day. Um, and she don't want nothing now except for just, you know, to maybe be with Finn and to be dick down by Deacon. When she said that? That's I, what's been happening. That's literally what's happening. Sheila is girl, Sheila is, is being fucking June Cleaver out here in these streets. Like her focus is on Deacon. He's her everything. She still wants to have a relationship with Finn and all of that. But that this Sheila right here acts like um she can settle down and be happy and live a normal life. Like she's really been declawed. This is Deacon her. is my world. Deacon, yeah. you're my the world. It's plot driven. Of course. That's just only for for, De for Sheila to be after Brooke behind Deacon. As soon as that story over, they'll have Sheila probably with a gun again trying to shoot Stephanie. And I need her to come on right now and go and be a little bit crazy because her purring around the house and making steaks and dusting and shit, like, what? So, y'all think, okay, so y'all think that this is finna come to an end with them? Sad. No, not an end. No, no, no. They just put that when, when I say on ice, I mean on ice. They have her boxed into that into they boxed her into that apartment and are just leaving her there while they play out these other bullshit stories. When momentum-wise, we should be seeing Sheila on her shit now. But that's not what we're getting. Y'all don't see that deacon. Don't y'all see Deacon is finna be the new Mike? Deacon is being positioned in to play Mike's role in Sheila's antics. And this is why they done signed Shine on for two more years. Because I agree with that, but I think he's going to be an unwilling Mike. You know, Mike did stuff for Sheila because he loves her. He would complain mm -hmm. about it, but I think that he he would have married Sheila if she had had a red wig when when the time was now. He <laughs> snatched her on up and taken her and rolled off into the sunset. Deacon, um, Sheila is his consolation prize because if Brooke had said yes to him, he would have figured out a way to drop a damn dime on Sheila. He'd have left her up there in that apartment and never came back or whatever if Brooke had said yes. So Brooke said no. He took his ass back over there to where he was dicking it down all the time because she really is the only person who accepts him as he is. She don't she don't judge Deacon. She might like roast him for shit that he's done in the past. But Sheila appreciates that man. She loves him. He is her whole world. Mm-hmm. They a fucking couple until and and Deacon is whether he wants to admit it or not. Him protecting her now, I think, is about a lot more than just oh, we gonna both end up going to prison if somebody finds finds out. He's reluctantly falling in love with her, just like Thomas said. Um, sure, I'm gonna marry Zoe and try to love her. But if, if Hope tells me yes, hell yeah, I'm going to fucking drop Zoe. I'll drop that bitch at the goddamn altar. Try me and see. And he did. So that's hard. <laughs> the same thing. Um, Deacon and Sheila can be at the altar. And if Brooke walked in the room, 
if Deacon thought he had a chance, he'd be like, fuck it, I'm gonna take a stand. Keep can shoot me, but I will die being Mr. Deacon Logan. Now look, if if we do have this epic kidnapping and they they pull a redo of Steffi kidnapping with Hayes and uh uh Sheila pulls off Morgan, she gotta have a time. Tom is Deacon. Deacon gonna be going in and out through the circle, trying to get information, see what they done came up with, report back to Sheila and tell her, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't know. I, if they do pull this off, this kidnapping, I think Hayes gonna be gonna be on uh up in uh, the, 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 the studio for a little while, y'all. Alexa, turn off my lights. What I don't know. Oh no, that's Sam. Sam talking to Alexa. Okay. I don't know. I don't know because the thing is, Deacon, Deacon is in Sheila's web. So any part that he is going to play at this point is going to be unwitting. Well, yeah, he's been unwilling for a long time, but he keeps on participating. You he's know, participating in hard. But that's the thing. But she. But but that's the thing. He has Sheila hasn't asked him to do anything other than to keep his mouth shut about where she is. That's right. all she's. That's all she's required of him at this point is that we stay here. And it's a lot, but it also doesn't mean. And yeah, it's a crime. It's a crime to harbor a fugitive. But this Perfect. particular fugitive is dead. But she hasn't. But he actually hasn't had to step out that door and move against someone in Sheila's in Sheila's interest. So that's how, that's where I think the line is going to be drawn between him and Mike. Mike used to do that shit with a swing in his step and a whistle in his heart. He'd go pick somebody up and drag them to wherever Sheila wanted him to be dragged to because that was his boot. That was his boot thing. And if crazy girl wanted the man locked up in the basement, then you know what? I'm going to help crazy girl lock that man up in the basement. That's what I'm here for. Deacon right. ain't going to be that type of second banana. He is yeah. not going to be that type of Igor for her. Well, yeah, I agree because Tom was very much in love with Morgan and was idly just doing any and everything. You know, it took Taylor to try to get him to see that what she was doing was wrong. So that's my thing. Like, I want to know, like, okay, so we all know that whatever's going to happen with this Sheila storyline is going to happen soon because it's all, all these storylines that's been hanging is, is November sweet. I don't know, maybe by the end of the month. But I feel like they like I feel like they iced Sheila down to tell this bullshit story about soap and the CPS call and this tridge business. So if if we see anything, I think if we get any movement on the Sheila related part of it, it's not gonna be this it won't be this week. I don't even think it'll be next week. I think it might be like maybe the week before Thanksgiving if we lucky. Yeah. If we lucky. I'm just really disappointed that we don't have more churning, but I get it. I get it. I get yeah, and, and that they didn't and that it just feels like they lost the momentum that they had. That well they didn't lose it. They they, they threw it. it away. No, well, yeah. Brad took it. Brad took it. Somebody Correct. in there be trying, and then Brad comes around and he goes, You know what? <laughs> I don't think so today. And then he takes it. <laughs> yep. And gives us the same old, same old. 
And then we'd be sitting here going, it was getting so good. It would yeah. It's like you hit a brick wall. Things yeah. get to turning really good. Like, I feel like we just came off a brick wall because they didn't told us Thomas made this call. But now things are kind of sort of turning again because Hope is telling people she thinks Thomas is hot. If she thinks he's hot, then that means she got feelings for him. I don't but you know how I'm that came about. about. I mean, Paris basically had to drag that out of her. And, don't, and matter. don't matter. Don't matter. It's still in there. It don't matter. Just like if you got an ex and you think your ex is hot, but you 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 don't really you don't really fuck with him like that no more. And you don't really want to give him that kind of time of day. But then you got this friend that y'all going back. Well, I know Hope and Paris don't go back, but you know, they kind of give us that imagination that they friends like that. But you got a friend like that. And she's sitting there brushing you, girl, you know, his ass was finding them fans when you saw him. You can say it. You can hate him, but you can say that man was fine. And then you go, okay, girl. Yeah. Because you know, you got eyeballs. Your eyeballs don't stop working because y'all don't get along no more. Your eyeballs don't stop working because y'all broke up. You choose to let your eyeballs not remember what they saw because you don't want that person in your in your space no more. You don't want to give no more time to that person. Um, for me, Hope is saying it. Yeah, Paris pulled it out of her, but um, she was thinking that shit, honey. She was sitting there wiping the saliva off of her chin. Paris hmm. didn't have to pull shit out of her. Hmm. Saw that. Saw that. Sat, we sat there and watched Hope for two days. Drink Tom hmm. from the bottom of his feet to the top of his She head. was fixing, honey. Down again. Yes, honey. She was fixing. We sat Everywhere. there and watched for the past 10 months. Ridge and Taylor draw closer. For all of a sudden, one damn thing to happen, and everything, and that's what a broke momentum ended with that CPS call. I just am so down on this show. I am literally not even missing it. I have not put that thing back on my DVR, and I have to I have to be involved with y'all because that's my pleasure and it's fun, and I do enjoy dragging that that fashion story, that fashion soap. Um, but I am committed. And I don't see nothing that's going to change it. Um, to 2023, they won't see me. No, Here's, I don't blame you. If, look, not to 2023. If those don't give you a reason to watch, then, then, then there's, I'll be honest. At this point, it's, uh, the, this week, the last two weeks have been busy for me, so I haven't been able to catch it during my lunch like I would normally do because my lunches keep shifting to accommodate work bullshit. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when I go back to watch it, I'll be like, okay, okay. Hmm. The only thing that was interesting to me was that they let Douglas put his Oshkosh bagage on 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 Liam's windpipe. That was unexpected, uh, unexpected gift, and I appreciated that for what it was worth. <laughs> Y'all so crazy! <laughs> now I do they see that it's eight with his Oshkosh bagage on his neck. Yes, he did, and I do see that it's eight fourteen. So I do know we still have days, and I did want to touch on why and all before we peaced out for the night. Yes, let's do that. I don't even care that much about why now y'all can talk about that, but I, I got some things to say about days. Well, well, one thing I will too, a couple things I'm gonna say about why now. First of all, one, I am so sick of Abby's ass for the ninth time because she is sitting up here being salty as hell with chance because 
She based and chance called on it. He told her, You upset because I don't put you first in everything. You're upset because I prioritize my job when I need to prioritize my job. And he came out of bag on her ass and said, We both got some resentments on both sides of our marriage. Because frankly, he basically told her that yes, he regrets not popping Victor ass for that Ashland shit. Because yeah, he let his wife and her father sway him from doing the job that he loves to do because chance is actually a cop's cop he's a cop because he believes in the law and he sat up there like a goddamn knucklehead and let his wife convince him that it was in the the greater the greater interest of everybody's interest for them to let the whole ashland thing pass because yes Nick, the guy died by accident, but what Victor did to conceal that was no accident. That was the crime. The cover-up was the crime, not the actual, you know, death of Ashton because it was accidental. So he resents Abby for having him do that because when he got knocked off of work early, he didn't go his ass home. He went his ass to Crimson Lights to relax, and Abby caught him over there. And she was like, well, what you doing here? He was like, oh, I got off early and I needed to relax. Oh, so you came here instead of going home. And it was all downhill from there. <laughs> then you had, oh, go ahead. It was ugly. And I caught their little fight because I had to make sure that the Paramount Plus app was working on the TV today. So I went ahead and started early and I saw their little fight and I was like, this why your ass should have left him dead. I mean, if a man fakes his death to get out of his marital obligations, maybe you should just let him stay dead. But you had to go run off and go find him because your little mixed up Franken baby needed a daddy. And then you got two daddies now. And now you got a daddy and a half because you sitting up here married to this man and mad because he doing his job. It's ugly. I kind of almost felt bad for her, but then I didn't because I was like, did nobody I, marry that old ass man? Exactly. My thing with this is that first of all, Chance and Abby didn't even date that long before they got married. Did they and then, date at all? Like I don't remember them. I just Confederate Chance. Girl, I that's what I remember. I remember them rolling in the bed a lot, and then all of a sudden it's let's get married. That's really what I remember about their courtship. And then once they got married, um the, she was on a war path to have a baby, only to find out that they couldn't because his, his low sperm count and she and, and plus she had some issues and then he disappeared and left her a note saying you go have our baby and then that was it and i'm looking at y'all like you know what y'all are like a couple who got married and then the husband went off to war and was gone for five years and now he's back and y'all don't know how to cohabitate because y'all never really cohabitated like you were supposed to before y'all made all these commitments right they ain't never been together Exactly. No time living in the same house. He probably didn't even know. You remember that movie Green Card with Andy McDowell? Yeah, with um Gerard Depardieu. Mm -hmm. If they had to sit up there and give them one of those marital tests when they got married, I could bet you Chance probably wouldn't even know what color that girl toothbrush was, or whether it was a manual toothbrush or a fucking oral B with the spinning head. He didn't know nothing about her. She didn't know nothing about him. She probably could have been rinsing her mouth with his aftershave because that's just how little that she knew about him when they moved in. 
but they was in love and they moved in and got married and, and Frankenstein the baby. But mm -hmm. if she waited, she really should have waited because the doctor did never, the doctor never said that Chance couldn't have kids. The doctor said because of the injuries he suffered, his body is not really producing little swimmers like it should. And after a break and he gets some rest, then he can pump out and shoot up the club and maybe y'all will catch some bodies. Well, I'm hoping that he has an affair with somebody thinking he can't make no babies and boom, boom, bam, bam, Chance got a baby. That's what I want. Exactly. I, I love it. About it. That's that's honestly what should happen because first of all, one look, you know what I said. Abby never needed a baby, no matter who who it was. She needed to go get a purse dog. Okay, that is what that is what she needed. She needed a little purse dog for her to focus all of her infections her affections on. Not a child that she was like, having like a damn build bear with her husband on the other side of the world and completely uninvolved in the process. So it's only so the problems that they're having in their marriage now, it is natural for that marriage to break down, considering everything, the circumstances and everything that pre predated that. Y'all sitting here trying to, and, and the thing that tricked me out, my mama even had me rolling. She said, This little bitch hollering about how we couldn't go trick or treating with our son. She said, That child so young, he ain't gonna remember that damn, no damn first Halloween. Y'all, didn't Chelsea try to commit suicide today or yesterday? Yesterday, she tried yesterday to off, the, off the building. Yes, well, and Billy's that, that story, Corey. Well, Billy saved her and um took her back to her room or whatever the hell, and he called Sharon. He 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 called Sharon to come over to try to, I guess, talk her down. Um, and I guess the way that it's gonna end on that one is that. I think she volunteered. It wasn't really clear, but did she uh, agree to voluntarily, you know, commit herself? So to I got a place. Yeah. Did Melissa, did Melissa, Jason, and Sharon um, tear that shit up or not? That's what I want to know. Oh yes, oh yes, they were. Well, yeah, they are. They were doing stellar work because they are first class actors. If you give them the that right material, them, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. I, I would expect. Nothing goddamn less. Oh, yeah. So now Chelsea is off um, in, I guess you could say, intensive therapy somewhere. But the thing is, she kind of sort of, from what I understand, from the day ahead, um, he popped, uh, He she just left. She did not tell anybody where she was going. Because Adam does not know where she is. Uh, Chloe is out of town on vacation with her family, so she doesn't know where she is. So nobody really knows this happened. But Billy and Sharon, and I think Billy told Lily because Lily thought that he ghosted her at the club when he was really up there saving Chelsea's life. It was really oh, that's that's it, so not cool that he betraying her trust like I don't that. think he told her. I don't oh know. no, he didn't know. He didn't give her like the detailed details. He just you know kind of told her something went down, but not the oh okay. the what of something went down because she was because Lily was really pissed at him. Because um, he he's having an affair or some shit. I don't know. Well, he need to be having an affair with his fine ass. Jason Thompson, fine as hell. I don't care what nobody say. He looks cuter and cuter to me with age. He just ages well. He's so cute. He is cute. Now, what, uh, now uh, one thing, another thing that was good was that Nate, finally, not Nate, Devon finally got two and two and four, and he busted big. First of all, Victoria and Nate, Nate is the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. How Ooh. you sitting in a club 
toasting about your the new job he got when Devon walk up there and see all seeing her all this shit and Devon ain't Devon is stupid sometimes but he's not that stupid he put two and two together and got four and he realized um because when he realized that Victoria was giving him the job yeah as the new CEO of Newman Media he was like you do know he don't know he why he no longer works for the family company, right? But he's like, but I can figure out why you're so gang gung ho to give him this job. This is his this is his payoff for selling his own family company out. That's right. That that you you're the CEO that he wouldn't name. And so Victoria sat up there acting like she just came out the goddamn rainbow. Like, oh, oh, Devon, whatever do you mean? uh, What are you trying to say? You know, Victor Newman would be the type to be like, yes, my boy, and there and, and. as always, you're a day late and a dollar short. <laughs> and wait, and here's, and wait, and here's the kicked out part. And Devon basically said that, you know, I thought Tucker was the one behind this shit. And it never occurred to him that, you know, the Newmans be had been involved. He said that and he basically brought up the fact that basically it was some low down dirty shit for y'all to try to do this to the company that Neil created, considering how Neil, how loyal Neil was to Newman in the process when he worked there and Chancellor when he worked there. He he always everywhere he went. Yeah, he was not Neil was no backstabber. And then Victoria gonna sit up there with her lying ass saying, I would never do anything to disrespect um Neil. But he would have understood that, you know, something like that is just business. I mean it's not like we owe each other anything. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh I hope Devon got that something for her. For her to say, I yeah, because she they that. let that shit come out of dialogue. Mm-hmm. She, because she's that type of person, and um, and then now, of course, they really want us to not like her, huh? Very much so. And the thing is, Devon basically gave Lily a uh, Lily. He basically gave Victoria a warning, like you know, be careful about who you letting your goddamn dough. You think it's so hot. That Nate didn't snitch you out to me, but you may want to watch yourself because he might do your ass like he tried to do me. Okay. And Nate basically be like, he apologizes to Victoria because he know that Devon is really pissed at him. But no, Devon ain't just really pissed at you. He's pissed at her too. And no, this whole matter is not over. And And one thing I will say that was so interesting, and that is a contrast between the two shows and how they they view loyalty. On tomorrow's Young and the Restless, Nick is Nick has issues with Victoria and Victor over this fire and Sally thing to give Nate that position. Okay, because at the end of the day, aside from the fact that Sally was doing the job, it's like how y'all sitting up here thinking that Nate's gonna be this great loyal ass worker when he knifed his own family in the back. And both Victoria right. and Victor say the same thing, talking about well, he was loyal to us. He was he didn't t- snitch on us. Then you flip over. I bring that up to flip over the fact that today on days, EJ said the exact opposite thing. When he when Xander, when he thought Xander was trying to sell out the Kyriakuses to him in exchange for you know a job or or some sort of uh, a benefit, EJ looked down his nose at Xander, which he already had been doing, because as far as he was concerned, if you knife your own family in the back, I ain't got no fucking use for you in my company. Because that's common fucking sense. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just show you what they is. You don't come around with it. Exactly. And that contrast that just hit me that you got Victor and Victoria sitting up here like bum idiots thinking that Nate is the best thing since sliced bread, even though he doesn't have a lick of uh, of media um, 
damn experience, but he's a doctor, so I'm he's analytical, he's logical. We're sure he'll make the right the right choices. Okay, whatever. I think that my dermatologist makes a lot of right choices, but guess what? I'm not gonna let her do my taxes because she's my dermatologist. <laughs> she don't she don't know shit. Uh, she knows plenty of shit about my skin, but she don't know shit about my W two. Somebody else is doing her taxes. Girl, right. No, no, a doctor doesn't automatically make logical decisions and everything just because they're a doctor. That's like mm -hmm. those that's like those idiots who be who be who 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 be like, oh yeah, yeah, he's a doctor. He obviously he can definitely save that person's life. Yeah, he's having a heart attack, but yeah, this doctor can save this. Yeah. Um, I'm a podiatrist. I don't know nothing about saving no hearts, bro. Maybe I can get some CPR right. going up in here, but this is not my wheelhouse. Right. Why would there be a different class for uh, type of doctors then? Like, every, it would be one type of doctor. A doctor does everything. Though. Like, yeah. like exactly. Well, the, he thing actually thing. didn't Tanner say that in an article that he was like a multi-purpose doctor who just do everything. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's the way I described it to my son too. I was like, it's always one doctor, but they do everything. They do everything from birthing the babies to open heart surgery. <laughs> That's them so far for doctors. They do That's it right. All. That's right. And how sexy was Finn today? I saw a picture of him mm, on Rick's delicious. face. Just delicious all the delicious. time. I, just, I mean, and, and not to mention, you, Ricky always have to ask that question, Sam. Yeah, now you yeah. know he was serving looks, honey. Mm. Not to mention Ricky and them always good with getting the right picks, and he had his hand on that ass today too. BMW always slipping tongue, though. I seen him. I, 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 I think they probably it's probably too hard to try to kiss without it sometimes. Yeah, they probably was just like you know what. Let's just can do it for real, and yeah, let's just don't be gross with it. We gotta oh, make it real, real, otherwise our fans will see that it's fake. I it's remember the yeah, I know y'all remember the old school days of when the people would have to angle their mouths to make it look yeah. like they was kissing. I do not miss those days. Me either. That uh, really or, or when you just get that that long press against the lips where you yeah, yeah. Them the tight lips, thin lip kiss, ew. That's what I was about to say. You know, honey, um, the person who changed all that shit, Bill Bell came in and said, listen, people need to see six in the afternoon. I don't know what y'all doing over here, but let me show y'all something. And then he wrote storylines with people being in situations. And, and, and yeah, honey, they all, Bill Bell just birthed every damn thing. I'm going to give him credit for every damn thing because we wouldn't even be enjoying days of our lives right now if it wasn't for Bill Bill. Better tell it. You better tell mm -hmm. it, mother. Be real honest with y'all. Mm -hmm. they, they, they really stick it to the, the formula over there. The At least they are. You know, too bad the son ain't. Correct. Said, Listen, you don't, you don't throw these kinds of notes in the garbage can. They okay. You better keep those them. in the archives. Right, they got it's, that shit under the time capsule. <laughs> mm -hmm. We gonna open up the time capsule in ten years if we need to. <laughs> we going to this is our formula. They made a copy and they stored the originals away because listen, hmm. we are not hmm. gonna fuck it up. This man left us these instructions fifty years ago, 
And we can't mess it up. Y'all see what they doing over there on their own shows. We got the, the threesome in the, in the morning. Oh. Y'all got a threesome in the freaking six o'clock yes, morning. thank you for bringing up the threesome. Well, Wendy, um, Wendy was looking excited. Yes. Oh yeah, so we can yes, yeah, so we can switch over today's. I did want to bring up that I, I couldn't remember what story it was when y'all were talking about them dry ass kisses. Do y'all ever remember those kisses that used to be on dark shadows? The black and white dark shadows? Yes. Girl, the black yeah, those, those Ooh, were, it looked painful. It looked like it hurt. It looked like it those did. people used the Vaseline for their lips after they finished with that dry. Oh my god, they needed some Earl Shab. They needed some girl, it was painful. Oh, that was pasty. Oh Lord, why you yeah, did that? I, because I was I couldn't name it because I was thinking it when somebody when y'all talked about the dry kisses. I was like, oh, what show was that that no. had them dry kisses that looked like sandpaper and it was dark shadows? Okay, yeah. I, I my my memory has, has corrected itself so we can kick on today's because I see we are at 8.32 and I think everybody has something to say about that. Yes, auntie. Go ahead back to the threesome with Wendy. Wendy Brett. Yes. People were uh, people were trying to handle their business today in Salem. So one, Miss Chanel took it upon herself to go try to assess Miss Wendy, which I would love to believe that it was just because you know she loves, she cares about Johnny and doesn't want him to be hurt after how she did him but yeah I detected there was quite a bit more to that because yep. Chanel Shaw was up there talking about it like she was talking on behalf of herself and Allie and Allie yep. don't know shit about this conversation girl mm-hmm. yep and how um yes and he's so cute you just want to pet him and when he like came a puppy. Though, she sure pet him mm-hmm. you know she still won't Johnny and that's yes, why Allie and Allie is that's why Allie's so jealous because she really she I guess she just can't imagine that Chanel can get over Johnny because Johnny and her are identical twins. I mean, can you imagine the mind fuck that is? It is. I mean, their personalities diverge a bit because they, but they have a lot of common factors. They are both Sammy's kids, okay? So they have personality traits that are in common, but though they are their own people. And the fact of the matter is, unfortunate as it is, Allie and Chanel are living on borrowed time. Because it is obvious something. Al- Wendy and Johnny may have come together for the common cause of figuring out what his father and her brother brother are up to. But it is obvious that they are heading elsewhere. Because y'all heard what Grandma Susan told her grandbaby today, huh? What she told? What she told? Um, oh, okay. Um, what she told? What she told Johnny? Okay, Cookie Grandma Susan. After after age after EJ left. Um, he she was like she wanted to make sure that he was telling her the truth about him not being out to get his daddy, and she also made a comment about you know about his love life and whatnot. And when they when the topic of Chanel came up, she's like, oh yeah, she go both ways, don't she? And she left you for your sister. Well, I'm not gonna talk about that no more. I was like, <laughs> I just lost damn best. She is Susan, Susan is so is kooky. The best. Yes, she she's is. a kook. She's yes, a lovable she kook. Yes, she is. And what did um what did she was sitting up there eating with EJ today? Was it popcorn? I no, I thought he bought her something from the bakery. Yeah, he would have got chocolate croissants because she was going through the candy child. I can't. She, she said every time, girl. All this money these people got, and this the candy they buy. Yes, yes. I laughed because I everything done, was nasty. 
I said that I've said that shit before in my lifetime myself. I have I have sat up here at somebody's house, a person who uh, uh, uh is supposedly uh, of means now, nah, and been like, child, how you this what you got? I know right. you your ch- you you make five times what I make, and this is what y'all got up here. I think it, but I don't say it out loud. But Susan just went ahead and said it. She is the best. She's lovely. I love She's, her. Well, she told she told Johnny that I guess she could say the spirit. She was she was saying that she wasn't going to interfere, but she more or less told Johnny that the spirits told her that he will find love again. Mm-hmm. And then it cut off to Wendy. So I guess the spirits done told her that Johnny gonna find love with Wendy. No, I just don't see that. I just don't there's see a preview of Johnny and Wendy kissing, and I don't think it's a dream. I just am not getting them to. Okay, I'm I'm here for the ride. I'm I'm gonna ride. Um, I need. I'm gonna need Trip to stay. I'm. I, I'm reckoning Trip gonna stay once he finds out something happens to his mom. So. Well, no, yeah. because she talked to him already, and so he on his way back to Seattle and told oh. her. Oh. To I thought she was going with him. Didn't she tell? Well, uh, she was gonna go with him until she saw Charlie. She talked to her her ghost son up there in that that boat. I and she changed her mind because he told her that Ava Vitale is supposed to be out there getting some motherfucking blood. And so she was like, yeah, Ava Vitale is supposed to be out there getting some motherfucking blood. So she ain't going back to Seattle with Trip. She okay. gonna stay there and get some motherfucking blood. And because Elvis couldn't hold his tongue today, mm-hmm. Alexander is going to help Ava kidnap Susan Banks. Child. For ransom. For ransom. They're going to hold Susan for ransom. They always doing something to Susan. They done had Susan in the cage. Remember, they done turned her ass into a cat. I mean, they going to need to leave my uh, baby alone. I, I just want her to get... She getting the story, and I don't care. I know she going to... End up somewhere talking about that mean, mean, mean. Oh, I yes, honey. I'm getting Xander to take me away from my sweet little baby boy, Elvis, and my oh. sweet, sweet grandbaby, John. Not her sweet little great, not her sweet my, little baby boy. My sweet little mm-hmm. baby boy, Elvis. I love you. I'm telling y'all, she is the only person who can make me like EJ. If she was to up and leave tomorrow, I would not give a fuck about EJ DeMera. I don't I like think you him. might be right. I never liked him. You might be right. I, I can't say I never liked him because I really just got exposed to him. And I think that I love the villain that he is. But you're right. He was adorable today with um, uh, Susan. He loves his mother. Adorable. He's, he is a King Kong asshole, but he loves his mom. He's a King Kong asshole who loves his kooky crazy out the box mother he, he really truly her does favorite her favorite pastry he went and got it and she said you know me so well you knew exactly what i wanted and he was like yeah i sure did like that's a boy that knows and loves his mama and i absolutely adore him but only when he is with his mama that's I right like, yeah. way. i don't like him with sammy 
I don't like him with nobody. And I don't even know nobody else he's been with because I don't care about him. Is on the thing with him. And that's the way I feel about Deacon. I could care less about Deacon Stefan when he was Sheila. So I know what you mean. And I love and I love this villain EJ because he gets on my goddamn nerves and I be won't I won't like, a gun for him. He is a very good villain. He's a I damn mean, good villain. He is. And today, like he just dug his own grave because he could for reasons beyond my understanding, he just could not shut his mouth and stop insulting Xander for two damn seconds. It would have cost him nothing to go on about his way or to tell Xander, look. I ain't got no job for you. I can't help you out. Good luck to you, but whatever. That's all he would have had to do, but no. He had to insult him. Tell him about how, how pathetic he was because you lost to Philip Kiriakis. How pathetic right. is that? And you know, right. I'll help you out. You can come over and trim the hedges. I'm like... I said that motherfucker needs, uh, to, be, needs to be bankrupted. Go on, take his money. I ain't mad. Go on, take it. Exactly. And the thing is, that's the thing. Xander was not checking for shit that Ava was selling him until EJ said all of this unnecessary bullshit because he had just finished promising Sarah that he would go and find a job and it would be legal. Because when he cracked that joke about smuggling diamonds, she was like, no, no, when when you know you're not gonna get an illegal job. Mm-hmm. It has to be a, a it has to be a, a, a good job, a job where you know you're not doing illegal things. So he walked <laughs> out that stanking ass hotel room he left her in, and Lord, that must be some subpar hotel room. It's got roaches the size of cocker spaniels and a stank. So that Listen, the guys, don't have to be it's open. ridiculous <laughs> that that uh, Xander Kiriakis does not have a job. A can't uh, won't uh, uh, uh what's his uh, old ass granddaddy won't give him a damn job at his damn company. This is dumb. No, he what's won't. No, Victor. He, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Victor. Well, see, but that, but hey, but it's also ridiculous that they wasn't even at Victor House a week because the way that they said it, I thought they had been there. But time don't pass no, that fast in Salem. They just. I remember they, I, I saw it, and I was just like, "Wait, they literally just moved in because he couldn't pay the hotel room bills." They moved out. They moved in, and then they moved out right away. And then you got Maggie coming, bring cut, cut, coming to cut, um, coming to cut Sarah a check. Um, to kind of you know try to get them some better accommodations because this is a place that stank, the door gotta be open, and they got roaches the size of cocker spain. Right, I heard like, you say, um, uh, uh, effective way to get rid of cockroaches, <laughs> dude. If that's what you're googling, you are in hell, right? Okay, and she was literally googling it. Now, this is the Sarah that I like, the Sarah that's kind of carefree, she's with Xander and got his back. I didn't like that other BS where she's running away from Xander and got standards and shit. No, you know you married a goddamn mercenary, so um, get with the program. I like well, that. Girl, bit. wait till she find out that he done set up here and done um, kidnapped Susan Banks for Ava. She gonna leave him. I was if, she do, if she do, Gwen need to scoop him up. If she do, Gwen need to have him because uh, Sarah should know who she with. Point blank in the period. You know, this is this is one thing I do like about Nick, Nikki and Victor. She knows that he foul, and, he, and a lot of times she just got to just tell people, well, you know how Victor is. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You know, that's the way I need you to be when you got a gray man. You know, you got to have his back, and Sarah gonna have to get it together, but, and I won't, or I won't win to scoop him right up. 
It's very possible because once this mess with Susan happens, because the thing is, everybody loves Susan. Susan's the adorable town kook of Salem at this point. I don't, with the exception of Kristen, I don't know anybody who side eyes Susan and, and, and give her shit. Uh, okay? Everybody else adores the little kooky woman. So no, nobody's going to be on Xander's side in agreeing to, to, to help Ava with this shit. Because first of all, let's just put it out there. This shit, I know why Ava's doing what she's doing, but Xander ass is dumb. First of all, you have no guarantee. This is this is like you you're getting paid on a contingency basis. You're not making a damn quarter from this scheme unless the kidnapping and the ransom request is successful. That is how you will get paid. If anything goes wrong between the time that you lay your hands on Susan Banks and the time that y'all get money from EJ Demera, you didn't just put yourself in legal jeopardy and, and, and arrange for a trip to Statesville for absolutely nothing. Look, you ain't got a penny, nickel, dime, no quarter for your trouble. All you got is a jail term. So it's like, I, I get it. And Xander's sitting there looking through the one ads. And I, that's the other thing. I was looking at Xander looking through the one ads talking shit. I'm like, you sure picking for somebody who destitute, baby. They ain't got no male strip clubs in Salem no more. No, nah, I guess they don't. <laughs> but you see that he went back to Beyond Days when he said, um, what was it? Uh, something about the historical society, society, historical preservation society. He mm -hmm. was like, I'm not a nerd. Remember he did that in Beyond Salem. And that's what he said. He said, yes, he was like, he said, oh, I'm not a nerd. Well, guess what? I have it on good authority that nerds can sometimes make really, really good money. You would want to go try to act like a nerd, get you some <laughs> damn spectacles and get you some damn monies. Instead, you about to sit up here with Ava damn Vitali and go in, 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 in this harebrained kidnapping scheme to go grab kooky ass Susan Banks of all people in order to make EJ pay y'all up because y'all know EJ got the money. But the problem isn't going to be the money. EJ going to get his mama back. But EJ ain't the type of person who going to hand you the money and get his mama back. He going to hand you the money with one hand and shoot you with the other because he going to want y'all next. I tell you what, I'm so mad about how they doing Xander. Xander, when him and um, when Sarah had um, baby Mickey, Xander was going to work for Kiriakis every day wearing suits every goddamn day. And was he wearing those suits? Yes, he was. Looking handsome and sexy, looking like he smelled good every day. And now they got him um, living in the Roach Motel without a job. I don't like character de uh, regression. I hate it. I mean, honestly, they could have left. They honestly, I think him and Sarah would have been better off in the car, living in a car from that, from with that room, from everything that was going on with that damn room. Shit. So now he, but he, he didn't agree, signed up for this foolishness to go and do this a, a, a very big job with very little damn payout. I might add, and it's just it's it's ill-advised. It's it's ill it's ill advised and it is probably going to um, end in disaster. But we, but I mean, because I just don't see how EJ would let this slide. He already ran Ava out of town for 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 the fraud issue with Jake and the in the um, damn Demira stock. What do you think he gonna do to somebody who kidnapped his precious mammy? Mm -hmm. What is Elvis yeah, that, gonna that's, do? That's a lot. That's a lot to consider. Actually. Yeah. Not that you, not that you mention it. Exactly, because my thing is all of this, Ava, all of this hinges on anonymity. 
on them not getting caught or fingered as the as the people who did this and just taking the money and keeping quiet about it. I'm like, y'all sure got a lot of faith in yourselves. That's a lot of audacity. Mm-hmm. Right? Bless them. I mean, you need people, audacious people on soap soaps because that's how storylines uh, pop off. But damn, y'all really, really, you really would have been better off to going back to smuggling some damn diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I don't like this. This is, this is the kind of stuff I don't like. I like it to a degree. You know, I like outlandish things, you know, um, but, you know, I think you need to keep, still take care with characters. I mean, mm. I don't think Vander Xander needs to be the one out here. Um, you know, kidnapping for hire. I, I think that's just a bit much. I mean, and here's the thing. I'm okay with people being morally gray. I don't have a problem with it, especially in Salem. But how you morally gray on a on a on a on a on a CD on a cash on delivery basis? Right. Like that's you gotta I mean. do the it's like not smart. You gotta do the work and then you get paid, sir. No, not no, no. You and you were supposed to get paid before you did the job. At least Kristen paid you up front when she had you doing dirty shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm so I'm I'm disappointed in Xander for that. Exactly. It's I'm disappointed in the writing direction and the writing choice. But you know what? I guess we can't complain too much. We do got Xander and Sarah back together, so we got to take the yes. with the sweet. This is true. And including a bit of with the sweet, I have another another question to ask since we're talking about logic fails. Xander, mm. uh, Xander up here working work cash on delivery. Mm. And now we also have Stephanie turning over the file that, that, that uh, Alex stole from Sloan mm-hmm. and giving it to Paulina. And why are these people so convinced that this is the only copy of this information? Why was I mm-hmm. just about fixing to say the same damn thing? They are so confident that they have the only copy. No, you you think that... I don't understand the bubbles. In a file, in a... She ain't even... Is she even in a for real apartment or she in a, in a hotel room? Like, she got a locked cabinet. Do you really think those are the are for real... One copy originals, y'all ain't been paying attention in Salem. Mm-hmm. No, also, they the thing that kicked me out is like, look, y'all were just they were just saying that that this would not be the end of the blackmail. So, what that implies is that if you had if Paulina had paid the blackmail and they had gotten some information from the information from Sloan, if the person was going to come back for more money, that means they would have still had to have retained some sort of proof of the blackmail material. They would have still had to have something to hold over your head after they gave you what they said was the only copy. And that's why she don't need to be working with Stephanie Johnson because she's a fucking amateur. Anybody Hmm. that's ever been blackmailed or watched any episodes of Scandal or How Do You Get Away, How to Get Away with Murder, you know that the blackmailer always keeps something in the back pocket to keep you on the hook. If you question or doubt that, look at fucking Kristen. She got a whole ass family right now because she blackmailed Brady and she got two or three cars in her pocket that she's still holding over his head because Marlene and them gonna need boosters. That's how you blackmail somebody right there. 
um, that Sloan girl is that damn smart. She got copies and they're going to get caught. So what's going to happen is she's going to figure out that um, Dubois, Eric is the one, Alex, um, Alex is the one who took them files. She's going to figure that out because they was there before he came with his little fake ass story about having a surprise for her. And then you blindfold and you taking so long to come on and get mm -hmm. the bed. Now people knocking at the door when you're talking to people outside the door. What is all this going on when we supposed to be having sex? You concerned about trick-or-treaters getting candy? What? Mm -hmm. she I got a treat over here, you bastard. What you doing? <laughs> Not a stupid woman. She's going to put it together. And I want her to put it together to get Stephanie, but I don't want Paulina them to get in trouble but it's already too late because i seen in the ads where somebody gonna write murder up there at the little the window in the little sweet shop that chanel and Allie running mm -hmm. it's because that's the and that's the part that get on my nerves is first of all one stephanie don't stephanie don't need to have no business okay she don't need to have no business and she don't need to have no clients because she sucks at her job she really really does she does she sucks at it and even though Alex, first of all, one, the fact that you had to depend on Alex and him using his whip appeal to save you in this situation means that you ain't got your shit together, honey. Granted, well, yes, Alex is a fine son of a bitch. She yeah. wasn't even really depending on Alex, honey. She was depending on Chad and that damn fake-ass money, and Leo blew that out the water. Then mm -hmm. he decided to use Alex to guilt him into getting that shit. And somebody said the other day, well, I think Alex really liked Lady Sanchez. That's what well, she ain't with us tonight. Mm -hmm. um, she said that she thinks that he did it um, because of Chanel and he's friendly with them and the, and the threesome and all that. Mm -mm. No, no, that's not why he did that. He did it for Stephanie. And he her ass in there leading them on. Oh, well, since you sit there sitting there and committing crimes and shit for me, I'll throw you a little bone. She offered to take him to dinner. Oh, but so now you flip-flop and since he didn't win did your dirty work, you're going to throw him a bone. And, and if he fuck you good, you're going to take his ass to Red Lobster. Okay. All Wait, right. no, no, no. Not just not just because he found he went ahead and was made himself useful to her, okay? He made himself useful on top of her hearing Chad say in no uncertain terms he wasn't looking to hook up with he wasn't looking for shit. You saw how cracked her goddamn face was. Yes, she was sick when Chad said, I ain't thinking about no hoes because the love of my life is dead, and I got these fucking kids to raise by myself. I don't give a fuck about Stephanie right now and probably never will because I'm a single-ass dad and a widower. And her face, her face got broke and she sat there like, well, I guess if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you with. And she went out there skinning and grinning, as my grandmama would say. She went out there skinning and grinning in Alex's face. Yeah, I need to thank you for getting these styles for me. You ready to get the dinner? Okay. I know. I was like, what kind of... I was like, have you... I'm looking at Alex with his fine ass. I'm like, a pity dinner? That's what we doing? You you basically went from no strings attack, attached hot sex with a woman who you have sexual chemistry with just to get to do... just to be Stephanie's lapdog and get a pity dinner? But look, and then this is the thing about the damn dinner. Well, he had invited her before just platonically. 
Hey, you know, we seem to be chilling. We working together. Look, you think we can go have dinner? Oh my God, I can't have dinner with you. You want to stop arguing? You're making me feel uncomfortable. Me too. I can't do this. Get away from me, you This is the same damn thing, girl. Now you, now you the one asking. This is the same, mm-hmm. same thing he asked you before. Because you got something you wanted from it. Right, exactly. And because you know that Chad Tamara just said he ain't got time for you. So now you want to go throw a bone to Alex fine ass where he could be out here in a threesome dicking down to the priest little girls in Salem uh, uh, over here in the bed with uh, Ferris Bueller's little girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the sad part. We all know, we know that this shit with that folder that Alex lifted from Sloan's apartment is going to blow up. It's not the only copy of anything. And once it's revealed that it's not the only copy, Paul, Paul, Paulina is going to blame Stephanie for being incompetent. Like she should. And then Stephanie's going to turn around and blame Alex. Like it's somehow his damn fault. Right. She sure is. That's exactly what she's going to do. There were more copies. This Sloan is a professional, honey. She probably got the original somewhere in New York City. Exactly. She don't seem to be an amateur to me. She seems... To know how to talk the talk and walk the walk, and she getting ready to bust out her boots, honey. They made for walking. Exactly. So them sitting around here talking about, oh, it's the only copy. Oh, this is finally all of a such and such. I'm like, saying a goddamn thing that's over. Y'all sound dumb as hell. And I'm also sitting up here looking at Paulina like, um, Paulina, honey, um, you already called this one on this woman. You 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 read the sit you read the situation right, okay? You you read the situation with your eyes closed and you read it correctly. Her coming up with this cup, her managing to come up with this file at the eleventh hour does not change your assessment of her not being able to handle her shit because right. she in fact cannot handle her shit at all. None. Now we got three minutes. Did we get to everybody today? I think the only thing we didn't touch on was GH, but I haven't seen it in two days, so we, we I'm behind. Talk about GH. Ain't nothing going on over there except for Victor got Holly tied up in the head and she <laughs> reporting back to him. Uh, I ain't still ain't seen Isma in a minute, so I don't really care about nothing else. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm happy that Allie Mills is over there, you know, giving it her all. But well, other than that, it's like. I don't care about Carly and them. I mean, and the thing is, they didn't done so many weird things with this Liz storyline that I don't even know what it's about anymore. Girl, so, I thought that shit was about some damn ghosts when we started out. What is she hated by some ghosts? It was. It was oh. when she started seeing ghosts at front at first. I at that Liz thing, I was so excited about it. And then it turned out to be a big dud. I was so excited yeah. about that storyline because she that that actress was killing um being crazy um um Liz when she was in that kind of state almost she killed it. Well now I don't even know what they're doing now, girl. They went from ghosts to whatever this is. Her having these flashbacks and she saw them people push Peter downstairs. Oh God. She uh so what had happened was her mom and daddy you know her mom and daddy Tasha Yar and that man I don't know was talking her to her today 
And her mama, whatever was going on in this conversation, I don't know if this was somebody her daddy was fucking or what, but um, she was, they was having a fight on the staircase and her mama wasn't there. And the girl went down the stairs and they can't remember. Liz was asking them what happened, who pushed the girl down the stairs. Daddy, did you push her down the stairs? No. Well, her mama was like, well, we got to tell her the truth because she needs to know the truth. Turns out Liz is the one who pushed the girl downstairs. So that's the memories she's starting to have. This argument she had with the girl and then she saw her at the bottom of the stairs. Well, bitch, you saw her at the bottom of the stairs because you pushed her. In the storyline. But I don't know. They got to tell us why. And then Carly changed her name again. She took her mama name. So she's Carly Spencer now. What? Name. Yeah, Carla went to, you know, she had that vision quest down there in Jacksonville where they was moving the cemetery and mm -hmm. she was fighting them people to keep them from moving the cemetery, but they moved the cemetery anyway. And I think she fucked Drew and they was out there on the beach kissing. And then she decided she going to use her dead mama's last name. And so she's Carly Spencer now. Cause she didn't want to be Carly Corinthos no more. They had a big old conversation about names and all that shit. She asked Drew if he would go back to being a quartermain and all of that with the money and the privilege and everything. And he said, no, he ain't about that name no more. So she was trying to figure out who she was going to be in life. And so today she told her people, I'm Carly. You know, like she told her daddy, I'm mad now. She's like, I'm Carly Spencer now. So she Carly Spencer now, and I think true, or maybe they just fucking. I, 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 I'm sorry, Bubba. And she got a mama's ashes because them people said, "Girl, you came too late to stop us from moving this cemetery. We didn't all but hire the people to come in here and dig up these bodies. Sorry about that." Mm -hmm. So she took her mama's body and got the ashes, and she brought them back to. Oh no, they spread them on the beach or some shit. I don't know. Maybe she brought them back with her. I just know she got ashes. That was something that Lee Finnegan didn't do. Um, <laughs> Carly Spencer got ashes. So, so this so this vision quest to Jacksonville resulted in her changing her name. Okay, I, I guess that's fascinating. I mean, and one one she. I wouldn't want to be called Carly Corinthos for the rest of my life either if I was one of Sonny's ex-wives. And I guess she's so far from being the Carly Benson she was when she was introduced to Fort Charles and Fort Charles in the 90s that I guess it's apropos and Bobby probably loves it. But I'm like, y'all went all the way to Jacksonville for this? Girl, and that Jacksonville trip was so damn boring. <laughs> you know how exciting... Nixon Falls was. They had dances and shit and, and brand new people that we got to meet and fall in love with and mourn when that man died. And then, you know, everything. They had a fire at the damn bar. Like, stuff was going on in Nixon Falls. Ain't shit go on in Jacksonville. Like, <laughs> Jacksonville anyway, Nixon Falls was imaginary. So, anything could have been popping off in Nixon Falls, but if you live in Jacksonville, you ever been to Jacksonville, you know it ain't it ain't always exciting. It is not always exciting in Jacksonville. So I feel like her mama was buried in one of them boring ass parts of Jacksonville and got no scenery. It's you know, it's just there. 
And that's where mm. she was out there having a boring ass time with boring ass Drew talking about how they used to be somebody and her mama dead and she this little girl got killed and how I mean it was just a waste of our time. But hey, we got Carly Spencer. We got a whole new family name out of it. Carly, what is oh Joss is a Jax because she her dad good. But okay, so that's what we got. And no is me. Mm-mm-mm. Well, on that note, I feel, I feel that that is an apropos moment for us to wrap this edition up and take ourselves into Wednesday where we will get fashion that does not suck from what I'm seeing. Um, te- uh, Miss uh, Queen Taylor from uh, Big Brother fame. So their ratings should be good tomorrow on the fashion show just because, well, people love Taylor. So. I hope this fashion show draws out to Friday. And I hope the cliffhanger is either Hope actually kissing Thomas out of excitement or Liam hearing somebody telling somebody else that Hope thinks that Thomas is hot. That's what I want. I actually think that you're right about the first one because the spoiler that's worded that Brooke, Bill, and Liam all think that Liam's worst fears are coming true, that indicates they're going to see something that they don't particularly care for. Yeah, so I just want all of them to have aneurysms because that's the thing about Bold and the Beautiful these days. With the exception of Sin and their lovely hotness, all I'm in it for now is for the suffering of the asshole characters I don't like, so bring it on. Bring it on. Well, thank you guys for being here with us tonight. Happy birthday again to Vicky. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your evening, honey. I think she's the hour ahead of us, so she might be going to be because I know Louisa. No, nope, Vicky's still hanging. Okay, Vicky. All right, then. Well, girl, we enjoy the rest of your night. Go get turned if you didn't go get turned or turned in early if you like me and, and enjoy your sleep. Um, for everybody else, thank y'all for being here too. If you listening and you ain't subscribing, please go ahead and subscribe and hit the notify button too so you know when we go live. Thank y'all for being here. All right. Y'all have a good night. Good night, everybody.